Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Anyway, what's up, man? We live, we live, we live, we live. We live oh, on time. Oh. First time ever. Like, yo, fuck CP time. We we on time today. Uh, Wait, so I thought we were supposed to start at 415. No, I, I put it back to 420 because we ain't shit. So um but yeah. So Welcome to the cut, guys. Man, it's you know another day, another day. It's just the three of us uh, until um, G Dev shows up. If he shows up, I don't. Mm, he might not. He probably ain't. Yeah, yeah. it depends. He's three stages. Windows. Hey, I mean, it's back to the OG, man. This is the triple OG. This is how it was in the beginning, man. We, <laughs> just the three of us. So, like doing doing this right now with just us. Throwback episode. Throwback. Legit a freaking throwback to us having, you know, just a few of us. So anyway, let you guys uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Of course, I'm Country Boy. I'm your host. um, And I'm an exhausted dad. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) we got my man, Bad Guy, who... um, it's going to be modest, but he's actually an asshole. Uh, <laughs> Most of the time. And then we got my, yeah, just sometimes. Just sometimes. And then we got my man with the Thurman over here, who is our resident encyclopedia, who I okay. also heard you have a new um, Instagram page. Uh, oh, it's my old Instagram. I done had Instagram for like since the beginning, but I okay. never did anything with it. And so all of a sudden I was like, people keep telling me, get on Instagram, get on Instagram. So I did a bunch of stuff like over the last two days to like kind of connect to Instagram and try to follow some people and get some people to follow women and everything like that. But I don't know anything about Instagram and I don't understand how it works. (laughs) So it's weird to me and. I got a bunch of shit on my page, followed a bunch of people, and so we'll see what happens. Right. No worries, man. No worries. We're not. I'm, I'm not going to follow uh, some people and get some people to follow. DP, are you with me? Like that, but I, I don't know, know any. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, we're not going to stress you about it. That was me. That was me. I'm sorry. I was trying to share this thing, and then I was going into uh, the page, and it wasn't working for me. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> oh, host, the host fucking feedback, and I'm an asshole. Shout out to DP. What's happening? What's up, DP? How you doing? 
though. Um, anyway, the topic the topic for today is uh, meet the parents, man. You know, um, dealing with your parents. Uh, first and foremostly, it's a communication issue. Most of us are, especially if you have black parents, are used to your parents telling you, "Hey, not you to be seen and not heard. Uh, don't talk back. Stay in your place. Stay in a child's place." So when you get older, you just used to that. You used to not addressing them when they got issues or when they have things and when you become an adult and you actually have to try to hey what's going on with you how you doing it's very difficult it's difficult it's, i would say it's difficult for me i struggle with it i struggle with trying to reach out to my parents and, and ask them hey you know are you doing okay how's how health wise you know especially especially my dad who you know we guys if we're not talking about sports, we're talking about shit. You know I mean? <laughs> we're not talking about sports. We're not talking about shit. So the idea that I'm going to ask my dad, you know, how you feeling? You know, how are you doing mentally? That's just not going to happen. That's something I need to, I have to, I have to work on. I can do it with my dad and I've tried to do it before. But the thing that I find the problem is, is that like, if I try to bring in some of my other siblings into it, automatically anytime i bring my siblings into anything the conversation is just gonna break down just that simple so i don't know what's going on but like when you i think it's the fact that when you got other people who have some stuff that they need to work on themselves and if they're not willing to work on that stuff it's just a total breakdown in communication and it often goes left so yeah, yeah. As a black, as black people, it's you know it's hard to take constructive criticism sometimes. So, and you know when you, especially when you're dealing with your own parent, the person that raised you, you may have you know had some experiences that they can benefit from. But sometimes you know is that finding a way to have them be open to receive those messages. That's the that's the hard part. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think that it's different? Um. With depending on gender, do you feel like women? Did you have either time with your mom or either time with your dad? Because at least for me, um, if I wanted to ask my dad, I probably could. <laughs> I probably could. Um, but my mom, it's, that's that's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. I'm still well, I'm a child in her eyes. I have a problem with like my mom actually listening to what I'm telling her because my mom has a tendency to um, like uh, like she wants to help people who don't want to help themselves and I'm like right. yo you you do understand that by them showing you signs that they ain't gonna do right they ain't gonna do nothing they ain't shit you sitting there trying to continuously help them and try to make a way for them, you ain't doing nothing but burning through your capital. So why are you burning through your capital trying to help somebody who is just going to just take your money, use it up, and then going to move on and do whatever they got to do? That's a... Yeah. I still ain't cracked that code, and I still ain't got it through to her to see that, and Probably you, never will. You think, I'm about to say, do you ever think that she will? That she, that she will get it? Or this is something that, that you feel like at some point you might have to actually be like, hey, 
I'm not going to allow this happen to happen anymore. I, I didn't try the whole I'm going to I can't allow you to do this. And basically what she'll do is she'll just find a way to convince you that that's not what I'm doing. And then you look up three weeks later and you like, dang, you didn't did exactly what I told you not to do. It is what it is. When my mom was here, uh, financial and, you know, bills wise, I, I could communicate that because I was, you know, involved because it was just me and my mom for a long time. My problem was when my mom was communicating her health. Like she, because I was her child, she didn't want me to know when she was sick. So before she died, you know, that's what she was hiding from us because she ain't, she ain't want us to be worried about her so much. So finding how to cross that barrier was, was a thing. Yeah. And I, and, it, and, you know, to that point, like I wouldn't know. I don't know if I would know. I don't know if my parents would even tell me if if they were having issue or stuff if stuff was going on. Let me just give you an example. You know, a uh, couple couple weeks ago, uh, my cousin passed away. She had uh, she had MS, and uh, we went to the funeral. Like, hey, funerals funerals during you know COVID nineteen. That shit different. Different. <laughs> you know, so we went to the we went to the funeral, and the funeral was just. At a funeral home, we viewed the body one person at a time, and then we went outside. You know, whole time I got my mask on, but I have to like my dad, who was not wearing his mask when we first did this. When we first went out there, he said, I was like, Yo, you need to be wearing your mask. You know, I don't want to call you old, but you in that group. <laughs> you in that bracket. He's like, I don't need no mask. I I nigga, you keep listening to Trump if you want to. Um, anyway, we go, we hang out, we talk. I got my mask on, but we, I converse with a lot of my cousins and whatnot. Um, the next week I find out that two of them tested positive for COVID-19 while we're out there. And, you know, that's six degrees of separation shit. That stuff is real. Right. You look mm-hmm. and, uh, 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 the people that were around him that, that could have possibly been sick and that were also at the funeral. You know what I'm saying? My uncles who were there who may or may not be, may have wore masks at that time but weren't wearing masks the other time they were around that person. And now my dad was like, well, I went golfing with my brothers and now I'm worried. Nigga, nigga, this is why you think I told you to wear a mask? Why you think you think <laughs> yeah. shit from- <laughs> so, as soon as you As soon as you find out you'd have been anywhere close to somebody, you need to be going to get that test. I mean, it was, I, I feel the same way because um, y'all know my grandma, she passed away, what, about two months ago or so? And so um, they had a funeral and I just made the decision that because of Corona, I was like, I was just down there with y'all. We, you know, I, we said our goodbyes. We was around each other at that point in time. I don't know if I can travel back to y'all to go through this funeral thing because it's like I don't know how much I want to expose myself yeah to that to travel because it's not necessarily y'all it's the fact of is I'm 10 hours between (laughs) y'all and and where I am now and during that 10 hours I'm going to have to stop and get food stop and get gas stop and do you know, all kinds of stuff. And then when I get there, you know, you got to get a hotel, you got to get all kinds of stuff like that. And so the the more you come in contact with other people whom you don't know how they're treating coronavirus, 
that's right. when you can get into trouble, you know, because it just take you one time, you know, interacting with somebody at a hotel who think it's a, it's, it's, it's a fucking hoax and, you know, they not wearing a face mask and they, you know, handing you bottles of water and stuff with Corona all over it and you, you know, taking it around and you done gave it to everybody you know, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's that kind of thing that, like, really, like, gets you to thinking, like, you know what? I would love to do X, Y, and Z, but it's not about me. It's not about the bad guys. It's not about Country Boy. It's about that random cat whom we don't yeah. personally know who could come in and just be like, you know, give all of us coronavirus and we all go down, you know? Right. Yeah. Or you. As far as we know, we don't know who we didn't gave it to because we could just be curious. Yeah. And that's that's another scary part of it. Like, who the fuck? Who knows? You don't know where you got it. You don't know if you got it right now unless you get tested. And let me tell you something. Fuck that bagel swab. I'm not doing it. (laughs) (laughs) So but but getting back to on topic though with um with you know um parenting your parents, I guess is what you would call it. Is that like one of the one of the things that I I have a problem with my mom is they love to help my younger sister out. And the thing about it is, is that some of the thing, ways they help her out, I'm like, y'all have been down this road three or four or five times already. Why do you continue to go down this road? Because they, one of the things they love to do is they love to buy her cars. They love to co-sign for her to get a car. And I'm like, after you've had two or three cars repossessed because she didn't make the payments or she treated it like dirt, why would you go and sign for her to have another car? It's probably because of, uh, of the grand. My, my, most time with the the, the grandparents is because of the grandkids. She keep putting herself out there because she wants the grandkids to be better off. If I had to guess. Well, yeah, that's what they keep saying. saying. But I keep saying that, like, okay, you didn't did this four, five, six times already. Do you really want to have another reposition on your credit <laughs> because you decide to sign for a car that this mofo ain't gonna pay for? Like, yeah, she probably she probably figured she got all the shit she wants. She got her house, her car. She good. She she be all right. She don't. She for now anyway. To protect your parents from themselves, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you know, and not not to disparage. Hey, we not we definitely not going down this rabbit hole, with my brother. Because you you are you guys heard about the jumping off the house incident, so you you know I ain't shit. Yeah, you <laughs> pushed him off the roof. <laughs> hey, it ain't nothing but the ground down there. <laughs> it can only be one good son. One of us had to go. I don't know what you want from me. I don't know. It's me or you, bro. Me or you. It was me or you. It had to be you. This um, is Sparta. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my my brother, he stays with my mom, um, and he while he works, um, it's a it's a bit it's just some tension. It's some tension there because. Um, he feels a bit entitled to to stay with my mom, and mm-hmm. we're not talking about a guy. We're not talking about a guy who's in his twenties. We're not even talking about a guy who's in his. 30s. He's only like thirteen months behind me. So talking about a guy that's awful, almost forty, like I almost am, 40. and your idea, yeah, that you're entitled to stay with my mom, or she's in, she has to put you up. I need you to change your frame of thinking, and <laughs> and, 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 and this is not really about him. It's no about more about my mother. It's I'm like, put this nigga out, like. Yeah, like, I, you don't do this. I don't know. Uh, she know, she know, her, no. she know her son. He probably ain't gonna make it without her. So, 
Look, yeah, one of them damn, you know, weekly hotels, and I'm like, you don't have to be, you don't have to live like this. Yeah, but you, good luck with, be- good luck with that, brother. Because here's here's what happened with me. So my mama came to me, and she was like, "Hey, you know that they're selling the property right next to me, and the property behind my house, they're selling it for like I think they sold it for like two thousand dollars. It was one of those, um, you know, tax real estate sales and the county was just trying to get rid of it and so they gave her um first rights of refusal so they came to her and was like yo you give us two thousand dollars you can have the house next to you and the property behind your house in total it was like about two acres with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No so she, she asked me, you know, hey, will you give me some money to help me pay for this? You know, me. My older sister and me, can we and you, we can come together and we can get this piece of property. First thing out of my mouth was, okay, what you plan on doing with the property? And she was like, we can rent it out. We can make at least three, four, five hundred dollars a month in rent, rent the property out, and we can go from there. And I was like, you know what? That sounds like a good investment, right? You want two acres. My mom already lives in front of it. Sounds good. If we want to do something with the back acre, we could possibly do something. So I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Take the money, do what you want to do. Later on, I found out that what she wanted to do was she wanted to move my sister into the property rent free. And so when I found this out, the first thing I did was I picked the phone, started calling folks and be like, wait a minute, that ain't what we discussed. How's somebody moving into the property that we supposed to be renting out rent free? Because my whole point of giving you this money was that I thought this was going to be an investment property and we were going to at least make a little rent off of this money because like you know what's the point of having they a can't, property uh, if you ain't going to have what you no call rent. it y'all can't what? section it out to it where y'all get a check from a government and she ain't to give y'all nothing man they not even trying they didn't just let her live in it for a little while rent free and then come to find out that she moved into um, my grandmother's trailer, because my grandma has some other land in Mississippi about 45 minutes away from the rest from Jackson that's free, clear, and paid for, and she put a trailer on the land, and so now my sister and her people have moved out into the trailer, and some other family members, I think my nephew and one of my sister's stepkids, they moved into the trailer now, and this is a triple these wide. cats... What the trailer? No, the trailer is a double wide. And I'm about to say you need a lot of fuckers. <laughs> look, look, they they are the type of people who are 
people who are, there's no way to say how they are without being mean. So I'm not even going to try. So they have moved into there and my nephew and my sister's stepson have moved into the tray into the house next door to my mom and they're living there mm-hmm. and nobody's paying rent. That's the main key That's is right, that nobody right, right. has no guaranteed rent. And I'm thinking to myself, like, why do you keep walking into the situations where you ain't making you spending money on people who do crazy things with money besides give it to you, which is the smart thing to do. Dude, that that, that's family rabbit hole. Yeah, that's that's the guy so out of hand. You can't even fix it without being an asshole. You can't even <laughs> fix it. Because if you try to fix it, you the guy that put people out on the street now. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, that's that's the key. Me, I'm like all about like, man, I'm like, look, these folks are ghetto trash. Move the fuck on. But when I say stuff like that, automatically they start looking at me like I'm the bad guy. I'm like, wait a minute. Right. I'm we need to switch names. I'm going to be with a Thurman. <laughs> you can be the bad guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, Change these titles up. I, I mean, but like the truth is, is that like I'm like, look, though, you sinking, you know, all your money into properties, into individuals who are turning around and they're taking any money that they get from the government to, um, <laughs> Do you know, do you like for instance these stimuli checks? You know, we all got a stimulus check, right? And rumor yeah, is it should have been mandatory to put that in into the house to fix it up. Right. You would think that these not a single dime has been spent on fixing up any of the properties that these folks have been living in for the last past year or two. At least you gotta cut, need to cut the grass, cut the acres, That's cut the acres for me, keep the yard trimmed and manicured. One one thing that I know. Um, for people who usually cut deals for family or for people that they're, they're friends with and they're staying on a on a on a good deal or not paying nothing, it's at least living living the house like you love it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Money into the upkeep, yeah. cut the grass. Hey, you stay here rent free. Make it well, make it nice. <laughs> I mean leave it better than you found. People will, exactly. People will hate you less. They will hate you, they will hate you less. I, me, I'm not even there. I'm like, I would be fine if you just went to work every day. Just go to work every day. <laughs> like, oh, yo, we actually do that. Actually, showed up twenty minutes late. Hey, hey, twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, they're not doing anything with the with the back acres as of right now. Man, so, awesome. Live. Oh, we live. We live. Okay. I'm still uh, having technical difficulties. Had to swap it up, but anyway, continue. My fault. My he fault. went in there. He went in into nah, his daughter's room. Can, hey, let me let me get that yeah. tablet from you. <laughs> he didn't got that school uh, Chromebook. Man, hey, yeah. if, if I wasn't scared, it wasn't gonna be flagging my door like, uh, so you stream? What is your daughter streaming, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, and see something about the cut podcast. I watched a couple episodes. Y'all some terrorists. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, we can't go back to school because, hey. you know, they keep tabs on everything. Hey, they call it the racist podcast. Hey, listen, <laughs> listen it, it can happen. So, I'm like, let me find something that's, that's, that, that is not being watched. 
because I don't care what they say, get your job, anything else you use it, and they be like, oh, yeah, 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 you like that, huh? Okay. You like, uh, I was oh. offline at 10 p.m. when I looked that up. Why is everybody asking me about that? Oh, man. It's working. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was Anyway, uh, G Dub, we were having a discussion about um, parenting your parents. Um, basically, it's a little synopsis of how we got here. Uh, we were saying that, you know, when you become an adult and when your parents start seeing you as an adult, and then from that point, having to to dictate things to them because they do things, they either don't communicate to you their health or they, they do things that are detrimental, that you feel are detrimental to them. And you're like, hey, don't do that. How? How do you reconcile that? How do you work that out in your mind? Or how do you say something to them when your entire childhood, at least as black people, we've been told not to say nothing, to keep your mouth shut, stay out of people, grown folk business. And to this day, my mom will tell me that shit, like, stay in place. <laughs> you you not, this not for you. You ain't, okay. you ain't grown. I mean, I am 40. <laughs> you ain't too grown. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, uh, yes, I am. I'm so if you pull out the belt, I am calling the, the authorities. <laughs> now we're talking like when your when your parents are kind of like going through that transition where you have to make decisions for them as far as like driving health wise nah, or just in we, general. We're not in general. Even before that, that point when, when you when you see them, you know, going down pitfalls of things you've overcome because of your own personal experiences. You yeah, know, yeah. like so don't do that. Trying to relate some helpful oh. knowledge, like look, he, I didn't, I didn't see somebody do that before. That ain't a good idea. Oh no no! I don't, I don't care how old you get. When they can still do their own thing, they are gonna do their own thing. You be like, well, oh Dad, yeah, it's you know, rough. I'm I'm trying to tell you about how a PC works and how the button you just mm. pressed <laughs> and how that's not a help. For okay, go and press it then. Okay, bump it. All right, now I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just stupid. And then I get a call <laughs> like in a month, like yeah, I had to put my uh, computer in the shop. Really, I wonder why. I wonder why, yeah. sir. Uh, but yeah, you, you can't tell them nothing at this age. Okay, yo, somebody, somebody in the comments asked, you know, can you put another trailer behind to help? She's talking about the back acre that, you know, my mom and them purchased. And, well, my thought about that is, is that, like, why would I try to help a bunch of people who don't even want to help themselves? Like, my grandma got a bunch of land out in Florence, Mississippi, where if you bought a trailer, you could put a trailer on the land and everything mm. like that. But these people won't even use their government money to save up to buy a trailer. So why would I put something, buy you something to put out there when you can't yeah, even well, save your own money you, to, to you buy something for yourself? You just named about 10, 10, uh, 10 people, and at least six of them was grown with kids. So yeah, if they came together, they could have made a power move. Yeah. <laughs> and then I feel you because you don't want to jump in and do a whole bunch of, you know, moving and getting stuff active. And all of a sudden, here come the this us, right? Like, no, no, I took yeah. off for work and came down here and went back and forth to the courthouse to get all of this documentation. And as soon as I put my trailer out, it's a beef or somebody told me, well, that's my section. Like, uh, no, it's not. Or. You, if you put a trailer out there, it's a 90% chance somebody who is not paying rent is going to be living in that motherfucker. Yes. That's just... That's the key, because <laughs> not only with my grandma land, because my grandma, she probably has had about 10 acres, I would say, probably anywhere between 5 to 10 acres 
that was willed to her from her parents. And mm-hmm. now it's really under the purview of my dad that we could do you can put a trailer out there or whatever you want to is but the problem that you have is that with trailers and houses and stuff like that unless you pan outright for them you have to start deeding pieces of the land to the people in order to to you know mm-hmm. um what is it called you know compensate for the fact that they're loaning you whatever all that kind of stuff so mm-hmm. unless you're willing to got the credit or the money to buy the trailer or the house or whatever it is outright you ain't gonna be able to build nothing because nobody's gonna let you give away you know one tenth of our land so that you could build something that you ain't gonna finish out or you ain't gonna pay out right so i mean me personally i probably could eventually go out there and build a house build whatever but my whole thing is that if i build whatever it is out there I'm probably not going to have no use for it because like I come to Mississippi what once twice a year. So that means that oh, that's when you that's when you contract out a management company to do that property for you and you just take, you know, they I think they only take like 100 and 150 dollars a month from your uh, your rent and you just get the rest of it. Typically. But mm-hmm. that's the best thing about it though is that like no, they're not going to let that happen because like as soon as I turn my back, if I give anybody down there a key, they gonna have somebody living in the house that, like you said, ain't gonna pay not now a bit of rent. Mm. I'm saying, why are you giving out the key other than the management company? Because somebody has to has to go in there and at least sweep the cobwebs, flush the toilets. Make the sure management company. Safe. That's their exactly. that's, that's job. That's their job. That's what they do. That ten percent is for and everything. Like, yeah, yeah. Like you, you, you can delegate you, a certain you, amount of power if you want to, if, but if Richard Thurman ever gets on board if wicked thermit is this is my piece of land then you do what you want but as long as it's communal you yeah. can't you can't do you, that you can't, yeah you can't you can't dictate shit they're gonna be like this stuff is just as much mine as it is yours you know right. if it were my land like hey i love all of you guys but you gotta get the fuck out you gotta go home but you can't stay here so you don't <laughs> have like you don't have a section that's a, it's not necessarily parceled out to just you so if it's a mass section of land, it's like, oh, these 20 acres belong to y'all as a whole. But there's no because I know my dad has some land that's in his name. That's not, you know, uh, what they call it. Uh, we're passed down from one person that was uh, air property. My dad has some lands that is just his. Like this is yours, has your name on it. Other property. No. Yeah. Me, my brothers and and a few other folks going to have to cross that bridge when we get there. No, this is this is family property that was passed down from my great granddad. So mm. my great granddad, he bought he got 40 acres, bought it free, clear, it's his. We just pay the taxes on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had he had kids and they split the land up between all the kids. And I could tell give y'all a whole sermon about how he split the land up that was like just basically just a epitome to me of selfishness because <laughs> because it's 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 asinine to think that like people own a piece of property but they all were figuring that we wanted frontage on the main road and so each piece of property is about i don't know maybe like a, a quarter of an acre wide but about 10 acres deep so each piece is, is a long skinny strip and i'm Ooh. like Nobody thought that, like, <laughs> who wants a piece of land? You build a, that, a bunch of shotgun houses. 
Right. And so, like, basically, all you can do with the land is what my grandma did. Well, she put a trailer on it. It was just wide enough for her to put a trailer on it. She put the trailer on it. And so if you wanted to build your own trailer, you would have to either put yours or a house or whatever. You would have to put it in front of hers, directly in front or directly behind, unless you wanted to go through the whole rigmarole, like you said, asking a bunch of people, hey, can we swap this for that? And can I have permission, easements and all this kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. They probably exactly. I'm like, uh, mine just going to go straight up. To, like my house is in the back. I just got a long ass driveway. <laughs> yeah, so so like basically um you could build behind my grandma she put a trailer there. You could build behind her trailer all you want to or you could build in front of it if she would allow you, but you could do it. You could run a driveway to it, but you still would your front yard would still be her backyard. The mm-hmm. um, Yeah. Not the, in my mind. In my mind. It sounds like the worst Tetris I've ever played. Like I'm figuring this out. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's just how it's parceled out when it's given. It's like, okay, we're just gonna divide it up like like no, how about you know, like because I, I maybe I'm I'm not sure of how that process works when someone says like I'm willing this these uh this this amount of property to my heirs or whatnot. When it's parceled out Shouldn't it be like a conversation or at least like, let's go out there with a surveyor and say like, all right, it starts here, it ends here. Y'all want to do this in squares and ovals and circles? What are we doing? We'll see. You got to with somebody being pissed off because they're getting the short end of the stick. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, you've got to remember that, like, in most situations... Remember now, we're all probably, in my opinion, the first generation of black people with a a majority of people who have things like college degrees, high school diplomas, those types of things. And so when you talk about, you know, stuff that was done, you know, 40 years ago. Yeah. How many of those people had that type of education, foresight, those types of things? And so what they did was they did what they thought was prudent the right at thing the time. at the time. Yeah. But now you look back on it, you like, y'all do understand that you could have just built a road down the middle of the property, right? Yeah. But, and everybody yeah, could live knew? off of that road. Yeah, that's and, and like you said, nobody had like the foresight to say, like, all right, well, let's make it or let's divide it up to where, okay, this makes it this yeah. Yeah. 
Because so, at the time, your great great granddaddy probably like, oh, I'm hooking these nickels up. <laughs> right. right. He was. He was. I mean, he probably he still he still did. It just, it take, it's gonna take somebody coming together, like you said, and say, "Hey, this is what we are gonna do with the property. We are gonna build a road, and you know, you got two sides, and we can build, you know, ten houses along this road, this street now that belongs to us, and everybody get this amount of section, and it's the same for everybody. And we got this little offshoot of land that didn't get put in, that's for us, or this, that, or the other, and call it fair. But it's gonna take y'all coming and getting on one accord it, to do it, that. And- and when I tell you that ain't gonna happen because um they just went through the process of removing the timber from the land. And so, you know, that was a whole can of worms that they opened up and they tried to involve me in it, but at a certain point I'm just like, Y'all are too late in the process to try to make these types of decisions that make sense on a business level, on a structural level, on a overall level. These are conversations y'all should have from the beginning. You can't just be in the middle of the process and then be like, let's have a discussion about how we're going to divvy this money up or who, where this money going to go or tax implications or, you know, start not. No, you're too late. I don't, I don't, <laughs> want, to disparage, I don't want to disparage your family, but they don't seem like the right niggas for this job. It's like, <laughs> like I just don't see people. But that's how it be. That's how it be. It's not like this. It's not a business decision because I know like similar to what Ryan's talking about, a lot of us have had that conversation where it's like, I swear if he had just thrown the land up in there for grabs and it could be a, it could be somebody out of related to you. But as long as they have the same mindset, they would say, hey, all right, well, cool. I got a little piece of land. Tell you what, I rent it to you or I'll, you know, like, okay, based on the property, there's always a way to better do it that you can't seem to come to with with the people you own it with. Like if it's 10 right. people that own it, have them don't want to do nothing, have them want to do the other, want to do something else. And you feel like, well, if it was just a group of people that I just you knew, the four, people, the four people on this phone call could be like, all right, look, we got a little money. This is how we're going to do it. Cool. Cool. Makes sense to me. Because like you if said, you it's... four people all the time on any one thing, uh, you get nope. 10 people. The thing about it is, is that like, you know, I could convince them all, but here's the problem is, is that like, this is me thinking 2020 and putting together a full plan and having it and giving it to you. You got to remember when this was probably divvied up or when people divvy stuff up, these people are divvying this stuff up like 40 years, 50 years ago, whenever back when they weren't they didn't have the foresight to understand and to think and to be able to you know call in lawyers and 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 actually do stuff or they didn't trust the system to be able to to work with them in order to do the do the right thing or the best thing for them you know i mean they're not wrong not to trust the system <laughs> yeah it messed around uh, should have been uh, 50 acres instead of 40 like uh, exactly. Uh, uh, exactly. exactly. <laughs> where the where is your mule <laughs> <laughs> cuz like yeah, exactly cuz like you know it, we could go on and on about how black people at the what is it right out the slavery had plenty of land plenty of opportunity plenty of whatever and through just sheer systemic bullshit it was taken from them it was given away and all kinds of stuff like that so i understand that 
but my whole thing is, is that like okay but, but now we're in a position where we know better let's do better yeah but yeah dp yeah. i don't know i don't know about selling that land because you know in the long run having land is just super beneficial i mean that money is a short-term um you know gain and it, it looks good in the moment but if you can turn that land into something profitable it, it you know benefits you for you know years to come your children's children so if you can mm. yeah, find, yeah. find a way to sell it properly, why would I keep it? When your oh, grandfather yeah. came with his idea, I'm sure he thought that his kids were going to be better at adept at dealing with this. You know, uh, if he knew that it was going to be a mess, right? I mean, I sell it. I sell it and, and blow the money. <laughs> <laughs> but ain't that crazy? How like our great great grandparents who maybe only had like up to a third grade education had the foresight mm-hmm. to be like, let me give my kids something. Yeah, y'all yeah. to be straight now. I mean, and some have, some haven't. But it's just crazy how, like, when things like, especially when you talk about land and what we're going to do with it, who's going to pay the taxes, it becomes the biggest issue. Now. Because I can't wait, you know, I ain't going to say I can't wait, you know, I want to say I'm plot no more, man. But I'm like, <laughs> hey, sir, I plan on doing the best I can with the land that you do have. So that's why, you know, I'm a little bit more prudent with my money. Like, okay, what can you do with this? Well, see. You know, are you willing to, uh, do you want to do the, the far away management or do you want to go build your dream house and live there and, you know. And where, do, where do is this, where's this, this acreage? Uh, South Where's this acreage? South Graham? Carolina. Wait, let's have a conversation about this. Look, let's have a conversation about this, Graham. Where in South Carolina? I want to know where this land is that you own. Where is it in South no, Carolina? I don't know now. It's still between my dad and his sister, so <laughs> oh. I got a lot to wait. I just mean as far as no. when that time comes, because uh, when my grandmother passed away, it wasn't no thing because my aunt had been living with her, helping take care of her. It wasn't like, let me come to grandma. You know, luckily we didn't have that dynamic to where somebody was trying to fight over some of hers or it was a, it was like a thing it was like okay well you've been living there hey have at it we still here uh once we retire we may you know some of the land is will to us we got some over here we got we'll figure it out once we get there but now everybody's getting to the when we get there part because my parent my dad just turned 70 so he like hey i'm good like i can hey it's time for me to get where i'm going uh and sit down and build my whatever I'm doing and <laughs> live from there. Sit down where I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna sit down where I'm gonna sit down at. Because you know, right now they in Austin. Yeah. I, I... Oh, really? Yeah. And the house they live in now, you, you hey, I don't know if any of y'all have been to or have heard about the 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 housing in Austin. It is unreal. Yeah. Really? Similar to here, because you know, yeah. in certain areas in Charlotte where used to be the woods or used to be maybe 10 houses. Yeah. They didn't find a way to squeeze in a couple more houses in between and they going for it. This is exactly where I live. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about stuff that's been there since 25 oh, years yeah. ago. And now yeah. those same like uh Cotswold. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Um, Noda and um, Bruh. like all oh, no, those no. Kind of areas. Plaza Millwood, Cotswold. Yeah, Plaza Millwood. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all the places. Man, now, listen. at least for me, my pops has a house. It's he has two houses. He has one that is about paid for. It's almost paid for. And I'm like, um, if something would happen to you, my guy, I just want you to know. Um, 
send that over my way because I am the good son and I will take good care. <laughs> Don't you want Bray Bray to have somewhere good to live, Pop? Don't you want your only grandson to have a house? <laughs> How's a house? <laughs> he can live now. Um, uh, uh, right now, currently, my aunt, it's weird. It's a weird setup. My mom's sister and my dad, my parents are divorced now, lives in my dad's house. Wrap your mind around this. My mom's <laughs> sister stays in her ex-husband's house. Hey, roof is the roof. Um, hey, I get it. I get it. It, it works beneficial for them. Here's my thing. I'm like, if you would will it to me, I'm like, I don't really want to be anyone's landlord. Like, this is this is hard. Yeah. <laughs> hard hey. work. Like you say, you ain't you ain't gotta be the one to do it. You just collect uh, the check. Let me let me hit off some of these comments because I, I just want to be sure to get these out there because they make sense. Off the record podcast, he says, um, I've seen a black family flam family let a home go because between the five of them they didn't want to pay the taxes. White dude came in, got it for pennies, flipped it for three hundred to four hundred K, shaking my head. Yep. Easy money. That I mean, that's kind of a situation. That's kind of a situation you went with that, you know, two acres of land for $2,000. It's like, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh, that's I probably mean, what happened. Now, mind you, in this part of Jackson, there are multiple properties that you could buy for basically one to $2,000. Mm-hmm. They're about a little less than a, less than a quarter of an acre. You could easily buy these properties. And if you wanted to tear the house down, that's on it, build you up a new house. Easy peasy. And it probably won't. But see, the problem is is that due to a bunch of systemic racist type of legislation, the house is never going to have the same value that it would be if you just moved it to some of the outskirts of Jackson. Mm -hmm. Cool. But think about it like this. You could take $60,000 and you could own a piece of property versus spending two three hundred thousand dollars to own the same type of property or a property smaller than it somewhere else just for whatever reasons that the caucasian brothers give you for why you should live in this area and the thing the thing about it for you is that even though you may not get what you uh maybe feel like it was worth or that you could get if you live a couple miles down the road mm-hmm. you this cost you nothing so right it's still a come up. It's yeah, just yeah. not I don't feel like it's realized it's, it's full potential, but you still made money on the situation. And something to be said for selling property because liquidity gives you so many more options. It does not <laughs> like you're taking it and now you have no, now you just got rid of investment. You just taking that money and now it's liquid and I could put this in multiple investments or another investment or a better investment or best investment I think is different or, than this. I just don't want, I just don't feel like dealing with this fucking land no more. well i mean Mm -hmm. me personally i'm never gonna say that you should sell a piece of property because unlike some other unlike some other assets that land is always gonna be there that land is always gonna be worth something yeah somebody gonna need it for something so my townhouse i was like eh, but i'm like i have another home so it's not as and i see that money is something to invest in Later down the line, it's not like, oh, I got, let me, you know, go ahead and buy this, uh, let me buy these rings or something like that. You know, I, I, I see a chain calling my name. It's like, <laughs> hey, what's another good investment? What's a good way to spend this money before I'm like, oh man, I meant to juggle that and, and so on and so yeah. forth. Cause, hey man, I look forward to, uh, 
that mailbox money. You dig? Just yeah. like, hey. Yeah. And so, um, that's the thing. <laughs> what? Not your, your wifey. <laughs> no. That's his mama. That's my mom. She just threw my whole government my out there. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Sorry, Ryan. I'm sorry, Ryan. You, yeah, uh, uh, I'm like, hey, you ain't doing nothing with it. It's mine. It's ours. I mean, together. I mean, yeah, because I already said that. I said that, like, because I didn't put in on this, look, we going to always keep this piece of land or whatever. I mean, because... I mean, it's free as long as you don't have to want not paying the taxes on it. And I'm not sure the taxes are, but I'm assuming that they're exceedingly low. I mean, it ain't much. Hey, for two racks, for two acres. I mean, and, and, and that was and that was my whole that's my whole premises of even doing it was that like um even my um mother in law, she says that her husband had thirty acres. The kids don't want to pay the taxes, but waiting for it to be sold so they can get their cut. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Understand it. Hey, you know what your cut is? The tax, the taxes. Your cut is the taxes. You get uh so two thousand dollars hits your two thousand, and I'm gonna keep it. <laughs> uh, well, see, it, well, see, that's the thing that I, that's the that's the position that I proposed. I said you could easily resolve that problem. Send them cats a tax bill. If you send them a tax bill, it's they gotta pay it, or otherwise, yeah. there's gotta be repercussions. You got a decent lawyer. He will. He can pretty much take them not paying taxes and get them out of the property. Yeah. Send them a yeah. tax bill. That simple. And you're talking about 30 acres. That's a even nice size piece five. of property. Yeah. You don't even have to have them. You can sell some of it off. I know as far as with my pop's property, he prom- he made me promise that if if I he were to pass and he were to give the house to me, if I were to sell it, that I would split the money with my three bro- with my brothers, like equally. And I'm like, sure, sure, I'll do that. Sure, Dad. Sure. No, I'll split it with him. You know, uh, 10, 10, 80. Because, <laughs> like, because like, one of the things I was thinking about doing was, is um, I want to find me a nice sized piece of rural property. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to raise chickens on it. I'm going to build one of these industrial chicken farms. Ooh. I'm going to build one house, a trailer, whatever on it. I'm going to hire, let a Mexican live there for free. And he's going to take care of the chickens. And whatever I make off the property is probably going to be about enough to cover the taxes and pay me a little bit extra every year. You know, that's, that's how you start to build generational wealth. <laughs> And 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 like you guys were saying about keeping property, a lot of these properties just need to be matured. I'm, I'm sure none of us expected for an explosion of gentrification in in on Beatty's Ford. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Remount Road. Road. But if you were to sit this sit this plan out, you could have had a house that you know was willed to you that you're just paying the taxes on. It's free and clear. That is now suddenly worth five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, right. And it, you don't even have to do nothing to it. You don't have to even renovate the place. Yeah, you, you got to sell it. Some, and trust me, right now the way it's going, it's people that have houses on Remount Road that 
they went uh was it like a duplex to a single family home if they were if they were to give you a deal it'd be 350 yeah yeah the I house remember. next to my grandmother they trying to fix it up <laughs> bohana yeah 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 man yeah. Get my grandfather off for of $25,000. $25, it's a house off of Betty's Ford and Oak Lawn, 1,200 square feet. 1,200 square feet. It hadn't even been renovated. They done, they've done nothing to it. Everything is still pretty much original to the owners. Uh, one owner, been in there, passed away. They sold the house. Oh, man. They bought that house $10,000, $20,000, 60 years ago. 60 years ago. Now that same house, 1,200 square feet, goes for it's going for 420, 500 mm. without doing anything to it? Come on, cuz. You couldn't, you never had, no one had the foresight. You didn't know unless you knew, you know? Yeah. That's yes. all. I, I, if any of you guys have property in Hidden Valley, I'm just saying. Oh, just no. saying. Listen, I do. I'm not from Charlotte, but I come to find out that where the Panthers Stadium sits, sits used to actually be a black hospital. Mm. Really? Really? Yes. Yes. I was like, wait, 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 huh? It was like right with I, the. I, mean, I was born here, but I didn't know that. And it, it's just one of those things like you, you have to almost go in with that 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 type of mentality oh. that like, anything I hold on to, I'm going to own. Because when it's time to, you know, when, because a lot of times people end up getting put out because the property taxes go up so high. Because you can own the house, property taxes go up. You're like, man, I'm, I'm just SOL. Yeah, you take pennies on a dollar, the person flips it. Yeah. You know, I've seen it happen right in uh, uh, Grilltown. That's happening houses here. over there. Because housing, the average oh, property tax went up at, at least 50, 60% on most people. Some people downtown went up as much. I think I heard of people 175%. If you if you that if you want a fixed income and your property tax goes up 175 percent, you getting ready to get priced out of this area. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And you so, getting ready to get priced out of this area. And so that's where you run into the problem of gentrification, and you run into the fact of that a lot of these urban areas don't have any low income housing, exactly. and they're trying to figure out solutions and ways around it. But one of the only the only way around it is is that you have to move somewhere else and build the infrastructure and build the housing up there. And the problem that a lot of these city planners have is that they don't necess- they think about today, <laughs> not tomorrow. So yeah. you they yeah. come up with these city plans that are basically when they're comp- completed are already obsolete. So. Yeah. Take for instance, and, now I tell people this all the time: the next housing boom is going to happen out by the airport. And the reason why it's going to happen out there is because it's a lot of land out by the airport that is free and clear. But the problem is, is that in order for you to have that land as- accessible to Charlotte, you got to build light rail, bus mm-hmm. lines, all that kind of stuff. That's coming though. They have a light rail. The silver line goes right past the airport down towards Gastonia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but you, but they're not going to be finished with that until like 2035. So you're looking okay. at 15 okay. years from now. And if people come in and build a housing now, 
Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna be I'm left sorry. with? I was looking at this a different way because I'm thinking if you were to sit, if you were to buy this land now, thinking the silver line will eventually come, it's gonna be cheap. You ain't got to do nothing, but just this. No, if you got the capital. No, you can't. You can't buy none of that shit for cheap right now. No, it's and, yeah, it's already. That's, that's what I'm saying. Is, is that like yeah. people have I mean, already you know, bought this land? Been over Ain't nothing over there. It's not right. over no, there. No, 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 no. I'm talking about on yeah. the way to it, like off a of Remount yeah. Road, yeah. going yeah. up yeah. Wilkinson. Yeah. All of those houses that have been there for years and have all of these oh. older businesses, that ain't yeah. nothing but You're new, right. Right. spanking new houses. No, so no. it's the area around it that ends up getting gentrified no, brother. before yeah. it goes through. No, brother. It's Pulte Homes, Ryan Homes, Ryland, all those people. They already have bought all their land out there by the airport. Mm-hmm. It's already bought. Yeah. They're sitting on it and they're just waiting for whether at what point does Charlotte decide to actually build the light rail system out there to it and once they actually start breaking ground on that stuff it's just going to be a construction boom out that way and it's going to be crazy the first, the worst thing Charlotte did was not build a light rail to the airport first that should have been the first fucking thing you did was right. build a light from the airport downtown and I'm gonna give you an example of where, if you look at places like um, Korea, um, Japan, those type of places, one of the things that they do is is that before is that when they build something like a light rail or a bullet train or whatever, the first thing that the government does is they buy up all the land around it. Mm-hmm. And once they buy up all the land, then they start building it. And so when developers come in and say, oh, well, you're building a light rail. You're going to have a station right there. Okay, I need that land right there. The first thing the government says, no, I'm not going to sell you nothing. You can lease it from from me for 99 years. And so Mm -hmm. we're going to do a lease of this land. So then you're going to be paying me on this land for the next 99 years. And that's how they end up subsidizing their mass transit. And yeah. so now you get into situations where, you know, uh, with the way the U.S. works, a lot of their life mass transit systems are failing because they only depend upon the the the, the fares that the you revenue. pay to ride the light rail. And so that's the only source of revenue. And so now they're trying to jack up the price. And you're like, I can't ride this train for no two dollars. But not, not even that. The three. Because one another thing, like in in those in foreign countries, you don't have like personal property ownership. The government owns the land, period. So yeah. whoever's I mean, here, yeah, because it's uh it's a line that's supposed to go from like L.A. to uh to the Bay Area, and it's so much personal property in the way of that's in litigation that people are like, no, I want five hundred thousand dollars for this small acreage. You like, but we go. Like you have to set in the United States, you have to settle that with the property owner, and th- yeah. and not everything can be done by eminent domain. So what ends up happening is or, you get to a certain point, you stop. Yeah. You gotta yeah. work it out with them. Then you get to a certain point, you yeah. stop. You gotta work it wow. out with them to the point where it's not even worth yeah. the money. By the time you would actually complete the project, it'd be twenty ninety nine before you a finally of, can say we can go. A lot of utilities end up. I mean, like. With natural gas, because because I, I have a friend of mine who they found natural gas on his land, like fucking Beverly Hillbillies. The dude, <laughs> the dude, the dude's life, like he told me about this, is straight out of fucking Beverly Hillbillies. They lived in Louisiana. They had some acreage. They found some gas on it. 
unlike the Beverly Hillbillies, they were not excited about it. And when they found gas, natural gas on it, the, the company, the, the natural gas company was like, hey, we want to build a pump on it. And they're like, no. And they fought them for years. Eventually, they the natural gas company won the right to pump the natural gas out off, off of their piece of land. And now they pay them. They're like, filthy rich. You're like, oh my God, I can't believe it smells bad. I'm like, but you're fucking rich. Anyway. <laughs> Like wipe your tears away from with hundred dollar bills or, or something. Yeah, they Don't, move on. Yeah, move on. Anyway, um, a lot of times utilities they'll take it. Mm-hmm. They'll take that. And and in other countries, I mean, in, in other cities like in Boston, I think they took the land and then built it and then kept it in litigation so long that what were you going to do? You you're going to build your house back right next door to the subway? No, it's gone now. Or they would give you a dollar. I think I think in Boston they gave them a dollar for their land. They did some asshole shit to build that they build that rail. That I don't even yeah. know would fly. They would even fly today. But I'm saying there is a president for being a dick and taking the land. It's just when you're playing when you when you we politics, it's hard for your for a politician to say, oh well, he took they took my land to build a fucking light rail and gave me a dollar, and then now that guy's up for re-election. Like, how do you run on that? <laughs> you know, so we get your way back. I, I don't know. I can, I don't know. I can go. I don't know. I, I could go on all know, day man. about that whole eminent domain, all that kind of stuff. Because yeah. I could. It's it's we, a uh, crazy ten topics removed from where we started. Oh, right, and so yeah, we, didn't, we didn't. We didn't. We all off the rails. We 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 off topic. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs>